A very special day to wrap up the week here on Locked On Bearcast as Sports Illustrated recruiting expert John Garcia Jr. joins the show. We'll talk about recruiting under Luke Fickle and if the Bearcats can maintain that success once they join the Big 12. That's coming up on Locked On Bearcats. Our Locked On Bearcats, your daily podcast on the Cincinnati Bearcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you so much for making Locked On Bearcats your first listen every day. We are free and available everywhere you get your podcast. Don't forget if you're watching this on YouTube on the Locked On Bearcats YouTube channel, to subscribe and you can like and share a comment on this video if you're downloading from audio platforms such as Apple, Spotify, or Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast, Don't forget to like, share a comment, and give it a rating. All of that helps more Bearcats fans like you find this podcast. And today I am joined by a very special guest. He is a recruiting expert for Sports Illustrated, none other than John Garcia Jr. John, tell us about what you do over at Sports Illustrated and how long you've been doing this and what you like most about what you do? That's a great question, Alex. We actually don't get that question very often, so good to answer. Yeah, I I run the recruiting department at Sports Illustrated. We cover all the football recruiting angles uh, that go down at the national level, so everything from our SI99 prospect rankings to our class rankings and then, of course, all the stories in between. So think of it as a hybrid between – the rankings beat and the recruiting beat where we're trying to uh, just track every single thing that happens from a wide scope in the college football recruiting game, which, as you know, is ever changing and ever evolving. Uh, so I've been doing it with Sports Illustrated for about two years uh, and I've been doing it overall for uh, over a decade now. This is my 12th year covering college football recruiting. So it's uh, it's certainly a thrill to be here with you. And in the last half of this past past decade, John, the Cincinnati Bearcats have become quite the recruiters under Luke Fickle. What has been the most impressive thing you've seen in the last six years since Luke Fickle has taken over as the program's head coach? It's really the same thing we've seen on the field, Alex. It's been a steady progression from perception to execution under Luke Fickle to the point where Obviously, in that wild coaching carousel last year, everybody was like, well, is Luke Fickle going to stay? That was really the main question. So that's that's pretty much the pinnacle of, of group of five football. Forget the playoff and all the great on-field success. If people are wondering, hey, is, is your coach going to take a, a huge gig out west or in Texas or somewhere else with all of these jobs open? And to say no to all of those, I thought, was, was really the pinnacle of Luke Fickle's uh, coaching tenure there at Cincinnati, but the the steady rise of Cincinnati recruiting and being able to go outside of the Midwest footprint to execute that recruiting strategy has also been uh, extremely impressive. Uh, And I think this last class that Cincinnati just signed, 2022, probably the best group uh, that Luke has, has brought in as a collective which is great for the Big 12 transition that's upcoming and obviously great for uh, the the near and immediate future uh, of Bearcat football. Do you see this program being able to maintain its recruiting success once they join the Big 12, which will give them another region of recruits that they really haven't tapped into since Luke Fickle's come here? They have tapped into like the Florida region. They've tapped in, of course, into the, excuse me, as he calls it, the state of Cincinnati, the Midwest. But 
Now we're going to be talking about um, the the Great Plains, Texas, Oklahoma, you know, even the the Rocky Mountain area with BYU in the Big 12. Do you see them being able to maintain their success in the recruiting area? Anytime you can potentially dip into the state of Texas to enhance your roster, it is probably worth looking into. I scanned the UC roster earlier today. I'm not sure how updated it was. But one Texan was on that roster, Alex. So obviously, that's a major area where you can see some improvement uh, for the Cincinnati footprint reaching beyond the Midwest and the South where they have had success, as you mentioned. So getting into Texas, which has always been Big 12 territory, I think will be huge for Cincinnati's brand. And a lot of factors will help Texans recognize the Cincinnati logo, the colors, and the culture that Luke Fickle has built. Uh, and just look at the last couple of years as the most recent example. The NFL draft will be flooded with some Cincinnati Bearcats. Obviously, Sauce Gardner, maybe cornerback you know, one off the board. They obviously made the playoff. Uh, so on the field, all the boxes are being checked for Cincinnati. So once you can get into that Big 12 and officially jump into that Texas footprint, sky's the limit, and you expect Texans to join this roster in short order. And perhaps people in Texas got a taste of the Bearcats when they played in the Cotton Bowl in the college football playoff semifinals this past season. That's my next question for you, John, about if you were surprised if the Bearcats made the college football playoff. I'm going to ask it here in a minute, but I got to tell our listeners about our first sponsor of the day. That is Bill Bar. John, maybe you've had some uh, recently as well, some Bill Bars, because this is that time of year where I've pretty much given up on all of my New Year's resolutions. It's April. Come on. I mean, we, we're in the fourth month of the year. But this year, I'm sticking to my resolution and eating right thanks to Bill Bar because it almost feels like it's not really a resolution. I actually enjoy eating them. Why? Well, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. And who would not want that? They're low calorie. They're high in protein. You can replace your candy bars with these because they're better. They only contain Bill Bar's 130 calories. You compare that to a candy bar, and that could be anywhere from two to 300 calories. Built Bars only contain 4 grams of sugar and net carbs each, but they also have 17 grams of protein. They are all about the taste of Built Bar. They make it taste delicious first, then figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how, but they pull it off every time. So you can go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Starting Thursday, April 28th, you can tune into Locked on NFL Draft's live coverage of the 2022 NFL Draft with all three days of real-time analysis from our extensive lineup of experts and insiders. And for those of you dying to know who your team will take, catch Odyssey and Locked On's NFL Mock Draft special hosted by Brian Peacock and former scout Scott Williamson of the Peacock and Williamson NFL show all week leading up to the first pick. Lockdown NFL Draft Live will be on the Lockdown NFL Draft YouTube page Thursday, Friday, and Saturday before the NFL Draft starts. Odyssey NFL's Mock Draft will be on the Odyssey and, and Lockdown NFL Draft podcast feeds April 28th through the 22nd and April 25th. So all next week and then the following Monday. Back here on Lockdown Bearcats, John Garcia Jr. of Sports Illustrated Recruiting. You can follow him on Twitter at John Garcia underscore Jr. John, I was going to ask you, because we just touched on the Bearcats now being able to dip into Texas, which we all know is a football powerhouse everywhere you go in that state. And the Bearcats recently played a game in Texas. That was the college football playoff semifinal against Alabama at the Cotton Bowl. Were you surprised that they were that 
or how surprised were you that they became the first group of five school to make the college football playoff this past year, this past season? Well, over the last few years, Alex, if you would have had a poll out for the first G5 program to, to make that leap, you know, that historic leap, I think Cincinnati would have been the favorite in that poll to, to be the first. I think maybe a couple years prior, UCF would have had that mantle. Maybe you sprinkle in a Memphis or a Boise if you continue going back on the clock. But most recently, Cincinnati has been that dominant program. And that's what we've seen carry over into recruiting uh, because – Kids are picking Cincinnati over Power 5 schools. I mean, it's something that's always had to happen for Cincinnati to be great, but it's happening at a higher clip uh, of late for uh, Luke Fickle and company. So not surprised to see Cincinnati break through as the first G5. Um, and now it seems like the next time they might sneak in, it, it will be as a member of the Power 5. So it, it's quite the uh, chronological, like it's a correct chronological pattern in my mind with Cincinnati. They've had the top group of five recruiting class the last few years for us at Sports Illustrated as well. So all of the things are lining up, you know, for more upward trajectory for Luke Fickle and company. So I, I don't think this is one program that transitions into the P5 and then has a huge setback because the competition is, is supposed to be that much better. I think Cincinnati can maintain both on the field and, and certainly in recruiting. What about the University of Cincinnati has has allowed the Bearcats program to be able to maintain and build on their success because we saw, as you mentioned, Central Florida for two years go undefeated. Then they have fallen back to mediocrity. We saw Memphis kind of be right there. Boise State's been right there for years, it feels like. But Cincinnati was able to be that team to break the glass ceiling. So what about it has attracted recruits? What about the program is causing is prompting athletes, four-star athletes, to choose them over some other Power 5 schools? I think Cincinnati's shown a willingness to play anybody. I mean, going into Notre Dame uh, and, and securing a victory there, I think was monumental for Cincinnati, not only in, in making the case for the playoff last year, but overall as a program. Just that willingness to say, hey, you know, anybody in the Midwest or, or, or even beyond will go and play you at your place uh, and contend for a victory. And, and really, if you watch that game outside of, I think, the very beginning, it was all Cincinnati. Uh, so I think that kind of a statement game really resonates with recruits. I mean, a national televised kind of deal, a lot of hype going into it. Cincinnati backs it up during it. And obviously after that, now has the pressure of, hey, now can they make the playoff? And they obviously sustained all the way through uh, to, to get to that Cotton Bowl. So I think the consistency, the stability at the top with Cincinnati resonates with recruits, and that enables them to get even outside of that Midwest footprint and secure big-time prospects. You know, you mentioned if you watched that game, John, I had the uh, fortunate and the privilege to be at that game in Notre Dame Stadium that day. It, it was an unbelievable atmosphere. So many Bearcats fans made the trip, and it was just the culmination of well, – I shouldn't say culmination, but it was a testament. That win was a testament to the program that Luke Fickle has built. And I also said that after the Bearcats went into Indiana – and won a road game at a Power 5 school, which I think that was the first time they had done that since 2016 when they won at Purdue. And that 2016 team was not nearly as good as this right. past year's team. So let me ask you this. Who has been the best recruit under Luke Fickle? Because there have been a oh, wow. load of them. I mean, if you had to pick one player to say, this is the best recruit they've gotten, who would that be? Well, I think the rise of Cincinnati has – it's from very good to great 
has really coincided with the evolution and maturity of Desmond Ritter. So it's really hard to go against him from a college perspective. Look, he's the quarterback, dual threat, steady the ship kind of guy, even keel throughout all these highs that Cincinnati's been able to produce. But I mean, it depends on how you value it, right? Do you value it at the collegiate level? Do you value it as an NFL projection? Because then I think Sauce Gardner is going to take, you know, some of that shine away from Ritter. And I think some of the guys that are on the roster now, some young guys could eventually contend and and unseat uh, maybe both of them down the line. And I think that is the mark of a good program. When there's not one clear answer and you're like, oh, it's obviously this guy. It's obviously Tim Tebow. It's obviously Julio Jones for Alabama. If it's not that clear, I think that's the mark of a very good program because the the pool is getting that much bigger. Is there an answer then to the most impactful recruit that Luke Fickle has landed at Cincinnati? I think that one is Ritter for sure. You know, I think that was that was really when we start we started to see that transition from good to great, great to oh, they might make the playoff. You know, and I think that's that's really what you need to be one of these galvanizing programs. That, that hits the up and up. You need an identity and you need a, a person who reflects that identity on the field that kids can resonate with. And obviously Ritter um, being the face of Cincinnati football beyond Luke Fickle um, re- really embodied that. And he really embraced that pressure and that spotlight like few other quarterbacks have at any school over the last you know three or four years. Talking with John Garcia, junior recruiting expert from Sports Illustrated. I'm going to ask him a few more questions about what makes Luke Fickle a good recruiter. We're talking about Bearcats recruiting under Luke Fickle today, but I got to tell our listeners, John, about our next sponsor, BetOnline.net, because it is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. You can find all of the latest sports developments, league reviews and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to the playoffs esports and more head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action bet online where the game starts john garcia jr here with me on lockdown bearcast today recruiting expert for sports illustrated director of football recruiting as well for sports illustrated john i see here's the great thing about sports illustrated and, and i wish they went back to their weekly issues because i have Covers going back to 1990. I mean, there are stacks of magazines. They're in a storage um, place at my aunt's house right now. We moved houses last summer, so they're in a storage room in my aunt's house back home in Dayton, Ohio. But just the, the company itself, and you look at all the historic covers, and you go in there and read all the great writing and all the writers that have come through there. And, of course, we have Hugh John Garcia, Jr., the director of football recruiting. So just wanted to throw that in there. Big fan of Sports Illustrated. I've always been since as far back as I can remember. Um, got a few more minutes left here. John's got a, a lot of interviews today with uh, colleagues on the College Channel here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. John, let me ask you, what makes Luke Fickle a great recruiter? That is such a great question. I think there's an element of, hey, I've been there, done that as, as a player at the highest level. So that certainly gives him uh, validity with prospects who might not know that offhand. So that is kind of the first thing. The second thing is what makes him a great head coach makes him a great uh, recruiter. He's a detail-oriented guy who understands the climate of college football nowadays. You talk to a lot of recruits. I'm, I'm close to J.Q. Hardaway, who just signed with Cincinnati. I'm close to Mario Eugenio, who, you know, we did his commitment on Instagram Live together. You know, they talk about fickle recruiting, not only the recruit, 
but his family. You know, Eugenio's family could not stop talking about Luke Fickle and how personable he was. So being able to be a chameleon and shift back and forth between uh, a, a steady coach, a stern coach, which, again, it, it's still, even though it's more old school, it still resonates with coaches, with parents, and, and with a lot of recruits themselves. Being able to go from that to a personable family recruiter is not easy to do, but Luke Fickle's been able to accomplish that from, from my experience over the last few years in covering some of the top Cincinnati Bearcat recruits and, and eventually signees. So it's being able to go back and forth and, again, sticking with Cincinnati despite so many overtures from other programs over the years, not just this past year, I think, you know, it, it provides a little bit of stability and loyalty, which in, in this day and age, recruits are looking for. They're looking for stability. Yes, they want to win. Yes, they want a chance at the NFL. Yes, they want to play in the Power Five eventually in the Big 12, but they want stability. They would love to play for the same head coach that they sign with, which is becoming more and more of a rarity. So I think in all of those lights, Luke Fickle has been excellent. And I'm going to ask you more questions about Luke Fickle and how he has not taken a job that has come his way, particularly since really 2018 when the Bearcats started winning 10 games a year. John Garcia Jr. is going to be making a weekly appearance on this podcast. He's been uh, he's signed on with the Lockdown Podcast Network to be on shows throughout the Couch Channel. We are truly grateful grateful for that. John, now you got to run. One last question, though, for you. Um, what? Who was the one recruit? That when the Bearcats landed him, you said, yep, this program has changed because they can land a guy like that. It was probably Evan Prater uh, in that uh, class of 2020. And I think that was sort of the, the shift from this is a really good group of five recruiting program to this program is going to out recruit some power five schools. I think that get with him being such a coveted recruit for, for basically everyone for a long period of time while he was in high school, I think that was sort of the, the moment that I said, okay, Cincinnati's going to co- continue to do this. And in the years since Prater signed, that's what we've seen. You know, Eugenio, a former Michigan commit, JQ Hardaway had SEC offers in Alabama and, and he signed with Cincinnati. So I think th- those are, are some of the banner recruits that you look at and say, okay, this thing is for real at Cincinnati and it's not just a flash. It will continue. And that's why I think there's so much optimism every year with the Bearcats, even after transitioning from such a historical quarterback and figure like a Desmond Ritter. So it's going to be fascinating to watch. Can't wait to talk about it. May 2nd, 2019, I was watching it live on WLWT where I used to intern back home in Cincinnati. Evan Prater committed to the University of Cincinnati. We're gonna, I'm going to ask you, John, many questions about Evan Prater throughout uh, your weekly appearances here leading up to the football season on this podcast. We'll talk about of course, as I mentioned, Luke Fickle and why he has chosen to stay at Cincinnati, which we are, I mean, grateful here. I told Bearcats fans earlier, earlier this week, if you're not thankful that Luke Fickle's entering his sixth season, <laughs> you should be. John Garcia Jr., Director of Football Recruiting for Sports Illustrated. Follow him on Twitter at John Garcia underscore Jr. on Twitter. Thank you so much, John. I know you got to run. Uh, you got another interview on uh, with another colleague here on the Locked On Podcast Network, Network College channel. So, Thank you so much for your time. Been great talking to you, and I'll look forward to doing it with you again sometime next week. Sounds good, Alex. Thanks so much for having me. John Garcia, Jr. from Sports Illustrated, Director of Football Recruiting. That was, that was a good conversation. Um, it's been a good week here in Lockdown Bearcats. Spring game recap. Thanks to Russ Heltman from AllBearcats.com, who joined me. We're going to work on getting some guests on next week. And really, throughout these next, what, three to four months, I mean, we got to fill content somehow leading up to 
the football season. We kind of go into that period where there's not a lot happening outside of college baseball. We'll have some of that, of course, as well. Transfer portal news on the men's basketball front. Bearcats baseball is in Wichita State this weekend. Games today, tomorrow, and Saturday, or tomorrow and Sunday, rather. You can watch all those games on ESPN+. Plus. We take a look at the schedule. Bearcats currently in fifth, 13 and 18, but three and three. In the American Athletic Conference, they took two out of three from Houston, lost two out of three to ECU. At Wichita State, or rather, they played at Wichita State. I am sorry. They played at Wichita State last night. Of course, I recorded this Thursday morning, so we don't know the result as of now. Maybe you do listening to this podcast. They played Wichita State last night. They're at Wichita State again tonight, 7 o'clock on ESPN+. And then Saturday, 1 p.m. first pitch against the Shockers. Big weekend for Bearcats baseball. Thank you for making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen today and first day every day. It's been a great week here on the show. Now go make your second listen Lockdown NFL Draft as Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bring the NFL Draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. It is free and available everywhere you get your podcast. Don't forget if you're watching on our YouTube channel, the Lockdown Bearcats YouTube channel, to like and share a comment and, of course, subscribe. And if you're downloading from an audio platform like Apple, Spotify, or Stitcher, to like, comment, and give it a rating. All of that helps more Bearcats fans like you find this podcast. For the Lockdown Bearcats podcast, I'm Alex Frank. Thank you for listening. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the Reds. Enjoy the start of the NBA playoffs. Enjoy whatever other sports you want to watch. The USFL starts this weekend, I believe, if you want to watch that. Have a great weekend. I'll talk to you all on Monday. And thank you, as always, for making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen every day. I'm Alex Frank for the Lockdown Bearcats podcast.